Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome back to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Welcome back. We are talking about House of Dragons today. Episode 2. Yes. I just, like, I'm going to put it there, put this, like, out there. I am really enjoying the show. So, we got our Game of Thrones title back. We did. The music, at least. We got the music with the sound. If you hear chingling like reindeer in here it is our dogs sitting in the room with us yeah we decided to let them hang out while we're recording so but yes we got our gamer game of thrones theme music back along with a similar intro sequence to the episode uh you pointed out that you could hear the blood flowing during the intro Mm -hmm. which was really cool actually yeah it is really neat what they've done with it and I'll be curious to see how it evolves because if I'm being honest I don't quite know what all of these round dials are. I don't know if those are like family crest or what is that meaning but I look forward to figuring it out. I I think it's like family houses or like family houses um their animals because we kind of when we see Rhaenyra picking a new knot, she mm-hmm. um, they're setting the podiums up there with the animal on there. Oh, I didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. I I caught that. I didn't. It wasn't the same style, but I think that's what they're like representing representing in the title sequence. I think in comparison to the first episode, this episode is a lot slower with the action, but you get a lot more politics and kind of story building in this episode. Yeah, and you get to see what what a kingdom in that time frame is like, where they're... People are literally offering up their 12-year-old daughters to marry. Yes, all in the namesake of royalty. Mm-hmm. So we also see the king start to form this, not relationship, but this, it, this friendship with Renary's best friend. What's her name? Al- Al- I, I Alisic or Alessic? It's something it's like Hightower. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's like A L I. Or whatever. she's from Hightower. So we see them kind of bond over their morning together and when you watch the behind the scenes you see the actor that plays her that's like yeah he was 
like she was there because of her kindness and because she genuinely wanted to be and blah 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 but I don't agree with that because we see her dad being the one to encouraging her to go and she makes the comment to her dad if you want me to go I, I will so I feel like it's way more calculated and this girl was not just there to be a kind person she was there because she wanted to become queen or her dad wanted her to become queen I mean this all does lead to Game of Thrones. It is, that is the underlying mm-hmm. theme of all of this is, it is the game of who rules. Yeah. And so the rest of this episode, we kind of see Damon and then the King's Watch kind of go at it because he stole an egg. A dragon's egg. No, you're kind of undermining. I am. Okay. So, he stole not just any egg. He stole the egg of the prior heir. Balin. Yeah. the, The baby that passed. It was the egg that laid in the crib with the baby. And he claimed to be with child... With his soon-to-be new wife, and he was going to take on a second wife, um, like they did in old Valerian times, which is polygamy, if you don't know. But, which is interesting, because I never knew before now that in the history of the Valerians that they believed in polygamy. So, that was kind of a cool fact. A little factoid, (laughs) you know, to find out. Um... I'm in Renera. I am seeing so much of what will become Daenerys. I just don't. I do. the the way she comes in on the dragon with no fear confronts her uncle, knowing that, and she even says in that moment that for him to regain his rightful place as heir to the throne, he has to kill her, knowing that he won't. Knowing that he doesn't have it in him to do it. I'm just not seeing Daenerys in her. I compare her more to Arya. I think there are like little characteristics of Daenerys in her. But like I'm just not seeing a whole lot. I do. I'm seeing seeing a lot in her. Not only does she look like her. But I am seeing a lot in her. And just the way she acts, the way she supports herself. And I'm talking about a later Daenerys. I'm not talking about early Daenerys where she is, you know, still... The submissive wife to the yes. to Draco where, or when, Drogon, whatever his name is. Yeah, when she's Khaleesi. Yeah. Still. I'm, I'm talking about a Daenerys, you know, coming toward the end of the series Daenerys where she knows what she is fighting for and that's i like that i like that figure in the in the game of thrones universe because we know that anybody can hold the throne yeah so yeah i think it's interesting that we always seem to kind of have differing opinions on what we're seeing where it's going there's a really long ways to go in this show I really hope this is not a show that's going to get canceled after one season. I don't. I don't foresee that. I mean, for it, we found out that it had hey, the hey, biggest opening. I'm not, I was going to say that. 
say that. Okay, we'll say it then. Fun. Speed it out. Taking too long. Fun fact: This show had the biggest debut that of any other HBO show. Would it be a fun fact or just a regular fact? It's a fun fact because I think this show is fun, and it's a fact about the show. So, fun fact. You think? Children dying is fun. That's what I didn't saying. say that, but dragons are pretty cool. Well, at the end of episode two, we see the king announce that he's going to marry the best friend. In the previews for next week's episode, we see that she's had a child with the king. So we're going to be jumping like probably a year or more. So they are really jumping time. And it makes me wonder how close to like Game of Thrones timeline like, original show are we going to get if we're jumping time this fast? Yeah, if we're going to start jumping like this, it it makes me hope that they're, they're going to at least, as this series progresses, just occasionally pop up how... And it doesn't have to sh- do the same one where it's, you know, 172 days or 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen. It... It, it could do, like, something fun, like, you know, 170, 170 days before... You know, such and such died. I think it's... Or, yeah, you know what I mean. And I I highly doubt we'll get it this season. This is, like, way, way far down. But I think they're probably eventually going to build up to the Mad King. Yeah. That we see right before... I think we're going to build up to the Mad King. And where we see Robert Baratheon and Ned Stark, you know, taking him down. And Robert Baratheon killing him, essentially. So, but that is, I mean, we're talking well, about. So, w- would we, at that point, see, like, the disbursement of Daenerys and her brother at that point? Would that be how this, would that be how that this series ends with the them two getting snuck out of, out of yeah, King's Landing? Yeah, I think five or six seasons from now, if the show makes it that long, that's what I think we could see. If the show doesn't make it that long, they can cut it off at any time and be fine. You know what I yeah. mean? And then always leave that door open. But I would love to see this series go to the Mad King. I want to see... You know, we hear about it. It's kind of this like folklore in the original Game of Thrones show because we never see anything about it. And so I would love to see, okay, what do you mean the Mad King? What truly gave him that name? So, I'm just saying... Not that, not that we are entitled to anything or owed anything, but if they do stretch this series out to that point and give us the Mad King, and if they take this series, you know, through two hundred years of succession, and they go to that point, which they could very well, you know, we could see like a generation every other season mm-hmm. come through. But if they do go to that point, I think that's an easy way for them to redeem the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Not that nothing will, nothing can go back other than rewriting that season. But it's done. It's out. It's out. It can never be changed. Yeah. But doing something like that could redeem and make. Not only redeem, but make a seamless transition. And it would turn this series into not only just a five or six season series before Game of Thrones, but it would turn this and Game of Thrones into a connected series that 
essentially like how Star Wars is that stretches years and years and years. And I think also what it could do if we stretch it all the way to, you know, the Mad King being killed, maybe it could redeem the last season and why Jon Snow killed Daenerys. Maybe it could show us some similar characteristics and what am I trying to say? Uh, like similarities between the two. So yeah. maybe it'd be more understanding why she was killed, why she could not become the king or the queen. Or are we going to see, see that in Rhaenyra first? Because we see that her father... We see it in Damon. I mean, yeah. he's already a little, little ooh. I think he, I think he'll die soon. He yeah. reminds me of Daenerys's brother so much. Yeah, like, I, but, but that type of character doesn't doesn't make it far in this series. No, and but with the same can be said about her, Rhaenyra's father, the king, at the moment. He's a Ned Stark. Yeah, he's a Ned Stark. He's like a kinder Ned Stark, even. Yeah, and there again. Those types of characters don't last long in this mm-hmm. series or this type of series. But I can see with Renera already giving me just thoughts of Daenerys and her downfall when she was at her peak and then falling into her downfall. Renera's young and a lot younger than Daenerys was. And she's already acting, in my opinion, acting a lot like Daenerys. Was I think technically Daenerys so, was fifteen when the series started. So by the time she died, she would have been in her twenties. Because isn't Renera? I think Renera's fourteen in this. Yeah. So, not too much of an age difference, but I, I think it would be a lot of fun to show that the Mad King stems from Renera and mm-hmm. Renera is the first mad queen and it bleeds into starts generations and generations of the Targaryens going slightly more insane. Yeah, I think that that's definitely a possibility. I, I really look forward to seeing where we go with this series. It'd be a lot of fun. Okay, let's rate the show. On a scale of one to ten dragon scales, what do you give this episode? I'm going to give this episode a seven and a half. I don't remember okay. what I gave last week's episode. I don't either. But it, I, I think I, I know I gave it good because it was a typical, you know, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones style character building episode where this one was definitely story building. So I'm going to give it an eight because I really enjoyed the politics of this episode. Mm hmm. You know, and I'm not really into violence, and so this episode was, like, right up my alley. And just seeing, like, how women are treated and what's expected of the king and and everything, It's it was very interesting to Does me. It, I, I don't know if you felt this, and I know it's because the way of times current in our current world, but I do feel like if you look at just the time eras that this is based to the time eras that Game of Thrones is based, the 200-year, or almost 200-year difference there, that it almost feels like there was a degradation of the value of not only women, but also the the degrading of color. Well, not just that. I think we see... I would I would say that the beginning of this series 
was maybe a peacetime and we are slowly coming into maybe the dark ages of Game of Thrones. You know, we're kind of starting to see the idea of slavery and everything in the series, which is a big deal in the Game of Thrones series. It's yeah. it's a really big deal to that's Daenerys. Where, that's where Daenerys is birthed from. Or not birth, but... But that's, that was, you know, her big thing was freeing people. Freer slaves. Yeah, and I feel like we're seeing the onset of all of that here. I kind of felt that way when they started talking about the free cities and the leaders and taking men and feeding them to crabs. It just was very morbid. Yeah. I mean, especially when the opening scene. Oh my goodness. I can't even, I can't even talk about it. It was horrible. So I'm glad everybody stuck around for this whole episode. We stretched this bonus episode out a little bit, but I'm, I'm enjoying this series so far. I hope everybody else sees. I expected not to like it, which I think (laughs) is why I'm enjoying it so much. Well, to give everybody a schedule for the rest of the week, tune in Thursday for our continuation Spider-Man. of our Spider-Man saga. Spider-Man. We are reviewing Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse this week. Mm-hmm. And then Friday will be our review of She-Hulk. And then we will see you next week. And then we got Rick and Morty joining. That's right. He's so. joining the schedule next week. Woo! So... We tentative we, schedule. We are gonna have to play it out next week, but let's kind of run through what we're thinking. So, because of release times, I most likely what we will do is bump House of Dragon to a Monday night posting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will record and edit Sunday, post for Monday, then Rick and Morty will post Tuesday. And the reason being is that is because we're, uh, we will watch House of Dragon first and then Rick and Morty will air. So that will give us two back-to-back episodes. If, by chance, we do get them both re- re- edited and everything, we may post them the same day. But I think for the algorithm and how everything works on these podcast channels, I think it'll work best for us to separate the two and do one on Monday, one on Tuesday. Yeah. So then Thursdays, we'll still have our regular, you know, not necessarily hour-long episodes, but close to an hour. And then Fridays, we'll continue with She-Hulk. Yes. And then at some point, Andor will come on here in a few weeks, and we'll deal with that then. The the current plan for Andor is we we should be tying up our Spider-Man saga around that time. Yes. So my current plan for Andor is Andor is supposedly supposed to release on Wednesday, if I remember right. And we're going to have three episodes to watch. And my plan is that we will start releasing Andor episodes on Thursday in place of our main episodes. So we will actually take a break from our main episodes for a little bit because we will have... Just so much to cover. I... And honestly, we have found that separating our episodes into different things and smaller episodes, it's better. Listen, not everyone likes House of Dragons. Not everyone likes Star Wars. Not everyone likes Spider-Man. Although, shout out to our Spider-Man episodes. Like, being some of the best viewed episodes we've yes. had. Like, we were so shocked by it because we just randomly wanted to watch them all and talk about it. Yeah. And, I mean, what? And we get to finally have the grand finale 
we wanted with yes. the way home. So, but we've drug this episode out long enough. So I'm glad everybody has the roadmap. And if you have questions, TikTok, shoot us a message. Yep. And leave a like and review. Yeah, and share our podcast to your friends and family. Yeah, we love doing this. Seriously, word of mouth helps us better than anything else. So, bye guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Please like, follow, and share wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to leave us a review and check us out on TikTok at the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Peace out, nerds.